Welcome to the Mind Your OT Business Podcast, where we empower and equip occupational therapy practitioners to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. Ready to take action? Let's jump in. Welcome, everyone, to episode one of Mind Your OT Business. We are embarking on a mission to empower and equip OT practitioners to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. If you don't know me, you might be saying, who is this person? What business does she have doing a podcast on this topic? So I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about myself, and then I will move into what my dream is for this podcast for us as OT business owners. So I have been an OT for 19 years. I've worked always in pediatrics. I did a lot of work in outpatient rehab in the hospital setting and also a little bit in early intervention and a lot of school-based. I've always done private practice on the side though, seeing kids privately. And My dream career started in 2016. In January of 2016, I was on the playground at one of my children's schools and speaking with a friend who happened to be a business coach, and she gave me some really good advice that I will never forget and that changed my whole career, I think. So I was talking to her about how I really wanted to run an all outdoors OT practice for children. And this it was this dream of mine to work outdoors in nature. And she said, why aren't you doing it? And I said, because I don't know how. And she said four words, which I have reflected on again and again since then, and that really changed my whole life as a business owner, and that I need to take to heart more often, I think. She said, better done than perfect. And she said it was such a in, in in such an encouraging way. She just said, "Laura, better done than perfect. You know, go home, put yourself out there, make a website, and a really simple website, and just put yourself out there that you are doing this and offering this service. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect at first. And I just love that phrase, better done than perfect, because as business owners." And as OTs, I think we're often overachievers. We want to do really well. We want to take care of people and do well in our jobs. And I think that as business owners, we often have this expectation that things are going to be perfect. And so it stops us from taking action and actually doing things. So for me, a perfect example of this is that this is the millionth time I've recorded this podcast. So I had spliced together a bunch of audio files from three or four different takes I had done. And suddenly when I was almost done with the first episode, which I'm now re-recording, I realized that somehow in GarageBand I had, I must have highlighted every audio track on accident and then deleted them all. So I essentially started from nothing. So now I am re-recording this and I am not going to be obsessive about going back and deleting ums and pauses and all the things that I did on the first perfect episode, which you would have heard had I not deleted it. So I'm taking this advice to heart even now in my entrepreneurial journey, better done than perfect. And so even starting this podcast 
it's scary as a business owner to put yourself out there and start something new. And so I'm going to send this podcast out, even though it is not going to be perfect, because I want to share useful information with anyone who's listening. So better done than perfect. I went home and I started back to my playground story. I went home and I started a very simple website and I just put the service out there to the community and I started talking with people about the idea of taking kids out into nature for their OT sessions. So I started very small with a few kids that I was seeing privately and the business has grown from there. So that was January of 2016, about three years ago now. And I now have in the business four part-time occupational therapists and a fantastic online business manager who works remotely. She lives in New York and I'm here in California. And so it's just, it's working really well. And the we have systems in place and ways that we run the business and organize our systems and our processes so that the business can run really smoothly. And because of that, I'm able to teach also in an OT program here in Oakland, California. And I also am pursuing a PhD part-time because I'm really interested in researching this outdoor model that I've developed in our outdoor OT practice and my business at Outdoor Kids OT. So all of that coalesced into me getting very interested in business and I started to offer business coaching. A lot of people would contact me through my website and say, can you help me start a business? And because I love business so much, of course, I I got into talking with people on the phone and giving them resources. So this podcast has kind of grown out of that, out of my desire to help people and reach people with information that would be helpful to them and their businesses. So here we are with the Mind Your OT Business podcast. What are we going to be about on this podcast? Empowering and equipping you to be a savvy and successful entrepreneur. Let's talk about empowerment first. Why as OTs do we need to be empowered? I'm sure everyone can relate to this, that OTs seem to have an inferiority complex in many situations, whether in your schooling and your education or in your workplace. And I think that we, maybe it stems from the challenges that we have explaining what we do the art and the science of OT in a very succinct and clear way, it's very difficult to do that. And so we tend to suffer from this inferiority complex, feeling less than, and that impacts the risks that we're going to take in starting businesses. So part of what we want to do on this podcast is to empower people who are occupational therapy practitioners to start their own businesses, to have that confidence, to reach out into the community with an idea and to take a risk, to start to offer service, to value what we offer. To run successful businesses, we need to be confident in what we have to offer the world as OTs. So I made the decision that this podcast will always be for OTs by OTs. And what I mean is I want to focus on OT business owners. And that doesn't mean that there aren't people in other professions that we can learn from because I'm sure all of you and myself included have greatly benefited from the amazing podcasts that are out there 
by speech language therapists, by physical therapists, by teachers, counselors. There's lots of information out there on how to run a successful business similar to an OT business. But I think there's something special about the OT perspective on business ownership. And I want to empower all of us by highlighting the special things that OTs are doing in the world. And I think it'll be really exciting to hear from business owners all over the world that are running successful businesses. Also along those empowerment lines, we want to focus on entrepreneurial endeavors that are financially sustainable. So as OTs, we all want to benefit people with our services, right? We went into this profession because we want to help people. But I really want to focus on the fact that a business cannot be sustainable if it is not financially viable. So if you are running a business that constantly has a financial loss every year, you're not running a successful business. So that's going to be a big part of what we talk about here. How do we make our businesses financially viable? Some of our professional literature also talks about the need for OT entrepreneurs. So eight years ago, that is so long ago in research terms, <laughs> AOTA had an article called Wanted Entrepreneurs in Occupational Therapy. It ran in AJOT, the American Journal of Occupational Therapy. AOTA made a very clear statement through this article that they believe entrepreneurship is a way for OT to become a more widely recognized and powerful profession. And this goes back to confidence. We have to be confident in what we have to offer the world to start these businesses. So I just agree 100%. I agree that we need more OT entrepreneurs. It's a really great article and it's open access, so you can access it even if you're not an AOTA member. But you all are, right? Of course you are. Okay. <laughs> Another more recent study in the Australian Journal of Occupational Therapy investigated how self-employed OT business owners learn business management. How do they learn to run their businesses? And one of the things they found specifically, I'll just read it, it's a quote. The literature shows that many small business owner managers, these are all occupational therapists, have poorly developed business skills and some experience high rates of failure. We have got to change this, you guys. We can only impact the world if we keep these businesses open and running, right? So I really think that there is a need for us to come together as OT business owners to be empowered and encouraged by what other OTs are doing in their businesses. To do this, to avoid failure, we need to be equipped. And that's the other part of this podcast. So none of us went to business school. We went to OT school. Well, maybe some of you went to business school, but I didn't. I went to OT school and my PhD is going to be an OT. I don't have a business degree. I'm not on this podcast saying that I am a business guru. I'm saying I'm here because I want to learn and I want to learn right alongside with you. And I've learned so much in the first three years of running a business that I just am so excited for the process to go on for the rest of my life. <laughs> so OT school does not teach us how to be a business owner. Most OT programs have, you know, one class on business and it's usually like really boring. Sorry if you teach this class in an OT program, but like, administration stuff like how to supervise and management and laws about um, licensing and policies, things like that. 
we might cover some of that on this podcast, but really I want to do more of the actionable items like the nitty gritty that you need as a business owner to organize yourself and be equipped to run your business. So we really need practical tools and systems to start, sustain, and grow our businesses as OTs. OT business does not mean, on this podcast at least, (laughs) OT business does not mean just private practice. Entrepreneurship is all about being creative, right? And OTs are some of the most creative people that I've ever met. I think we want to think about how business can be expanded beyond just a private practice. So products, inventions, consulting, um, online businesses, we want to cover anything that's being done by OTs in the world. I really want to combine business know-how with our OT brains. So that whole concept of learning by doing that we do with our clients all the time, we're so OT, right? Learning by doing. I want to do that on this podcast with all of you. I, I want us to all be learning by implementing things that we learn and then coming together and, and talking about that. I'm so excited. So we want to give you practical, actionable things you can do to propel your business forward. So there's three parts to business, right? Operations, marketing, and finance. And there may be another part, which is like taking care of yourself as a business owner. We'll get to that in a minute. So operations, marketing, and finance. Those are kind of the topics we're going to cover on this podcast because those relate to running our business as well. Operations might include things like startup resources, like do you know what you need to do to get started as a business owner? Systems to automate your business operations. I love systems and so does Nicole Storms, my business manager. We love systems. We like creating systems and we will share those systems with you through this podcast. Systems help make your business run really smoothly. And if you don't document systems, you're going to be recreating the wheel all the time and it's going to be a big pain in your entrepreneurial butt. So (laughs) we are going to share systems. Organizational tools, things that you can use to get organized. How is the best way to organize your resources in your business? Product development. How do you design a new product? What's the process for that? What kind of things do you need to know if you're interested in designing a product? Passive income streams. All of us want passive income. Don't lie. You know you do. (laughs) So passive income is an interesting concept in therapy because I think I've seen some businesses online that are doing this really well where you have something that you, maybe it's even a product that you create and it's for sale on your website. And then while you sleep, people can buy it and you're making money essentially. So I know passive income isn't all passive. There's a lot of work involved with creating those passive income streams, but that is a topic that I'd like to include on the podcast. And then last one under operations that I have on my list is pricing strategies. A lot of people post questions about this online. How do I know how much to charge for my services? How do you manage if people can't afford? What do you do? Do you offer scholarships? How do you manage that? And so I have some ideas along those lines that we can share as well. So the second piece is marketing. Operations is all about running your business. Marketing is about getting people into your business. You need people to be coming to your business and buying your service or product so that you are sustainable. And the way you do that is through marketing. 
And the three, the the few things in marketing that I love to talk about are copywriting, which is the art of writing for people that you are that are your ideal customers. And so you really need to get inside the head of your customer and know what are their needs, what are their pain points, and write to their needs. Don't write about yourself, write about them. That's the best thing I ever learned about writing for my website, for any marketing materials. Your customer doesn't care about you, they care about themselves. As selfish as that sounds, it's just a human survival tendency. You care about yourself. And so when we're writing, doing, it's called copywriting, it's the art of writing for a customer. But when we're writing content, we need to be thinking about our customers. So we're gonna talk about strategies you can use to rewrite your website, to write marketing materials in a way that really resonates with your clients. And then, of course, we will be covering online marketing strategies. Social media, email marketing, there are lots of ways that we can use the internet to market our products or services to families. And I think that it is a huge topic that we could spend tons of podcasts covering. So I'm super excited to talk to people about what they're doing there and what's working, what we can share with you guys. And finally, we have operations, marketing, and finally, finance. So financial management is necessary. Like I said before, we're going to talk about running successful businesses, meaning they are financially viable. We can pay ourselves and pay our employees and hopefully even have some profit in the business to reinvest. Financial management is crucial. And I have a really great system that I use that I'm going to share on future uh, a future episode at some point. And you also need systems to organize and automate your finances. There are definitely programs that you can use that will help you keep track of the finances in your business. So operations, marketing, and finance, we're going to cover all of that. But finally, besides teaching you how to manage those three aspects of running a business, we want to support your well-being as the business owner. Because like we talked about before, we're OTs and that is that is such an OT thing, being holistic and really looking at the whole person. So as OTs, as business owners, we want to discuss how to prevent burnout. We want to talk about work-life balance topics. We might talk about exercise, nutrition, things that can really impact your health and wellness and your happiness as a business owner. We'll talk about time management, prioritizing, um, and setting goals. Those are all really important things as a business owner to keep you happy and healthy. Now, I know a lot about most of these things because they're things I'm interested in and I'm a voracious reader. I love reading business books, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a young business owner, like I said before. So I want to learn right alongside you here at Mind Your OT Business. If you are listening and you have something to share that you think people would want to know, then please contact me through the website at mindyourotbusiness.com so we can learn from you. I want to interview any and all successful OT business owners who are doing really innovative things in the world, and we can just share knowledge within our profession about entrepreneurship. We're ending each episode with an action item, something that you can do to propel your business forward. So here's your action item for today. Go get some free resources from mindyourotbusiness.com. We have two things to offer for you. So the first is a super bill template. So if you work in a cash-based model where clients are paying you directly for services and you don't take insurance, 
people will often ask you for a super bill. This is a paid in full invoice that they will submit, the client submits to their insurance to try to get partial, usually, reimbursement (laughs) for the services that they have already purchased from you. Super bill templates often don't have everything you need to submit to insurance. So we have perfected ours over the years, and it does include everything that the insurance companies are asking for so that you don't get them returned and then clients asking you again to give them more information and resubmit things. It's going to save you time to just have this template right off the bat. It's totally editable by you. You get a a document in Google Docs that you can download and edit for your own business. Also, in addition to the super bill, you will get our checklist that is called, Are You Ready to Be an Entrepreneur? So it might sound like that is something that is only for people who have not started yet, and that is not true. If you haven't started, you should use it. It's a great resource. If you have started your business and you are a business owner, it is so important that we continually do self-reflection. So I am really big in my practice on those three questions, what went well, what went wrong, what can be done differently next time. And I actually think they have helped me become a better therapist and a better business owner. But self-reflection like that is very important for us as we grow as business owners. So you can use this, are you ready to be an entrepreneur (laughs) checklist to actually look at your own experience and see what areas you may need to be empowered or equipped in to be a more savvy and successful entrepreneur. You know, that Australian Journal of Occupational Therapy article that I mentioned earlier actually stated that a critical skill for OT business owners is self-reflection. So it's research-based, guys, to do that self-reflection about our business ownership. I'm a big believer that small steps can make really great gains over time. So until next time, take some small steps and mind your OT business. (laughs) 